0: sober sober
1: sober
0: sober so sober 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 sober
1: sober 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 Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to it's so real
0: with your boy Oso
1: and your girl Rocky.
0: What's good, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the show. Another one,
1: and this is part three.
0: Part three, God damn! Of really?
1: Our finding balance series. Wow, we had three already. We had three.
0: Damn. Okay.
1: So remember to check out part one, Divine Masculine and Feminine Energy. Part two, How to Become a Balanced Man. Mm-hmm. And then look out for part four next week, which is going to be. How to have a balanced relationship. Ah, mm. I see
0: what we did there. You know. And by we, I mean her, because she, you know, plotting all this. <laughs> I got plenty of thoughts, but when it comes to the organization. Uh, that
1: is my strength. Yes. Oh, look, an example of our balanced relationship. Hey. And us looking at our individual strengths and Deciding the roles accordingly.
0: Right. Instead of just well, forcing it based on gender norms that were passed down to us, which don't necessarily make for the best execution of things in the present.
1: But, you know, more on that in the next episode. Right. <laughs> so today's show is going to be how to, oop. <laughs> how Not to, be, how to become a balanced woman.
0: Yeah. All right. So I'm going to shut the fuck up. <laughs>
1: yes. So I'm going to lead I don't know about In this. answering the questions. <laughs> oh, so we'll pop
0: in. Right. Know. I'm gonna, you know, double dutch it up. I'm yeah am in <laughs> Hop on out. Hop in. Hop on out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all. But uh yeah, this is mainly just like how last time, uh, I was uh basically speaking about the opinions uh from a male's perspective. I wanna hear Rocky's perspective because she's a woman and she has that perspective going into this when it comes to being balanced and what a woman might need to do uh, what aspects of womanhood and femininity might need to take in, uh, into consideration. Stuff that I might have like blind spots to just because I'm a man and I just haven't had the live it, lived experience of being a woman. So, you know, that's just how it is. So it's not like a biased thing. It's just going with the episode. So if you want to hear more of my opinions on stuff, check out the last episode. It was more about masculinity yes. and being balanced man. Um, but this episode, Take it away, baby. It's all yours.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, first, I kind of want to explain my thought process as far as how I got to this concept of balance and this concept of uh, becoming a balanced woman Mm -hmm. and things like that. So, hold on. I'm scrolling to find. There we go. (laughs) Um, So, a a couple things have happened Uh, with trans awareness looking at trans women coming into womanhood, seeing what similarities we share, but also allowing me to question myself as a cis woman and asking myself, what does it mean to be a cis woman? What is our womanhood there? Mm. And also in combination with Oso and I beginning to create Rites of Passage for our children and mm. trying to figure out what I want to teach our daughters about womanhood. And it's, it's I'm still I'm learning about culture in my anthropology class. Yay, so excited. <laughs> but um, so it's definitely giving me language to help deconstruct what I'm kind of seeking, but I don't have the resources for it. And when I went looking for the resources of what it means to be a woman, what's womanhood, all of that, mm-hmm. I saw two very different things, okay? So beginning, beginning the show with what is a balanced woman, first you have to look at what exists currently. Because again, I'm not finding what I'm looking for, I'm finding what exists currently. And what exists currently Mm. is a part of the past and a part of the present. But nothing is really like, let's create the future. What do we want for womanhood? And that's, especially for my children, that's what I'm looking for. Mm. So I was like, well, if I can't find it, let me do the damn thing myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, okay, so in addressing the past, right, you have to look at the traditional woman.
0: Okay, So break the, that down.
1: So the traditional woman, much like the traditional man, mm-hmm. is based within a patriarchal society, okay? So the traditional man is more of the masculine extreme, Whereas the traditional woman is more of the feminine extreme, okay? And within that, I've seen, that's that's where the gender roles are constructed, right? The gender roles within our relationships, that's where they're coming from, okay? And I've seen women in those gender roles lose their own individual identity as a wife, as a mother, they get lost because it, it's not, there's not room for that exploration because those gender roles are so rigid. Right. It's like, yeah, again, white America in the fifties and oh, in su- in suburbia put out this propaganda of the woman being the stay at home wife. Again, black women have had an entirely different experience mm-hmm. from the beginning of the forced what they call it, migration?
0: <laughs> From uh, the enslavement
1: of our ancestors, yeah.
0: y'all. <laughs> I, I can't even deal with the term. They be coming with they all types really of terms be trying to, to they try to sugar coat. Like,
1: nah, y'all was some trash. You y'all know was what some. I mean? Trying to make it seem are. like it wasn't like, as bad.
0: Like... <laughs> yeah, they try.
1: They try. You know, that supremacy be deep. But anyways, so yeah, black women haven't had that stay-at-home wife experience. So the fact that all. so the fact that these generals are placed on black relationships, I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? Yeah. Like black women have always been working. Where who was home? Who was in suburbia? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't. Please again, let me know in the comments you below. Same
0: Wandavision, though.
1: I again, that was white America. I don't. I'm. We weren't. No. Anyways, so um. So that's the the feminine extreme. That's the traditional woman, mm-hmm. right? Um, she's yeah, taking ho- care of the, the home, the kids. She's not working. Um, and I think you talked about it a little bit in How to Become a Balanced Man, where things changed with the war. Forget which war.
0: But- uh, well, I mean, both of them really affected, but more so World War II, Vietnam War. Those wars were the ones that, like, men had to get up out of there yeah. and women really took had to take on the role of being the provider in mm-hmm. order to they they survive. went into the workforce, yeah, right? No, there was like no choice.
1: Exactly. So, in this dynamic when the men came home from war, the women was like, "Hey, I kind of like working. I don't really want to go back in the house." <laughs> Okay. So that leads us to the modern woman. And the modern woman is more in her masculine extreme. Mm. She's and this for black women, we are in that that masculine extreme. Oh, like we are getting our degrees, we're becoming CEOs, we're opening our own businesses, we're traveling, we are living our best individual single lives. We are doing it, right? Single lives. You know. <laughs> so, that leads us to what is a balanced woman, right? it is not either extreme it's someone who is able to be fluid and access each of those energies depending on when it's needed
0: yep just like how we talked about with masculine, you know
1: with a man because with man we were talking about both masculine and feminine energy Mm -hmm. yes um But yes, it's based on when it's needed. So in the work world, because it's a patriarchal system, yes, women, we have to be in our masculine energy. But that's also like task-oriented, assertiveness, confidence, like you're getting shit done. You are handling your business. And that is beautiful in in the work world, right? But feminine energy is more Mm relationship-oriented, right? It's more about You know, softness, uh, communication, emotions, nurturing those relationships. And that's where it just depends on the need. It just depends on the need. You know, did you have any comments
0: to Um, what is a balanced woman? No, I just think like to your point, and it's what we were talking about in the previous episode when it comes to men and being balanced. It's all about that awareness of those energies within you and then you being able to with that awareness apply when to exert that energy in that situation Mm -hmm. so yeah if you're a teacher and you need to discipline the students to make sure that everybody in the class is actually paying attention you may have to tap into your masculine side but if a child is failing or is something's going on at home and you're noticing like something's wrong with the child's performance Mm -hmm. you don't want to go in all rah-rah like you're gonna fail you're the worst that's not gonna be helpful you might have to tap into your femininity and then be like what's going on how can i help why are you acting like this why are your grades slipping at this time Mm -hmm. of year before you used to be such a good student etc etc you know like that's all that's what it's about and those are the people who when, when that even that teacher I just described, you would describe that as being a good teacher, right? like somebody who exactly. knows what they're doing. The same thing applies to every, I think, every job, every relationship, everything. Like if you're aware of your masculine and feminine energy, and you know when to show up and where to show up, mm-hmm. you become the best version of yourself because those are two very in, like mm-hmm. crucial parts of who you are. Not saying it's everything, but those are very, very crucial parts of who we are as human beings. So if we're able to really tap into those and know when to, we become the best version of ourselves. And I think that's the win, that balance, you know.
1: And again, these these duality of energies exist within each of us. Mm-hmm. Whether you accept them, or present them, of. or not, <laughs> they still there, right? And there's definitely a need there, like. That one position as a teacher, which great analogy, babe. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh,
0: Trying to work on them, you know? y'all. Trying to make sure everybody, <laughs> the audience, can understand and get these concepts. Yes, because they're important.
1: But it's 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 finding that need mm-hmm. and just being able to be fluid with it. Like that's that's what you got to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what's next? What, what else you got? What you got?
1: All right. <laughs> so the next one is: Where did you learn how to be feminine?
0: Ooh. Where did, I just can, like I said, I'm going to shut up. (laughs) I did not learn. I guess I could answer this later, but go ahead. I want to hear your opinion.
1: Okay, so the reason I asked this question is because, again, we still live in a patriarchal system, and, again, these gender roles haven't really been challenged. Okay? Like, yes, we're living in a new day and age, Uh, people. We're not going back to the 50s in white America suburbia, (laughs) because, again, that wasn't black America. (laughs) Anyways, um, (laughs) but, like, actually questioning where you learned how to be feminine. Was it like my mom who cooked, cleaned, she took care of the house and home, she was present at like all of my events and you know, like she was there. Okay. She was also working, but she was there.
0: So would you describe her as mostly feminine? She was
1: definitely feminine dominant. Okay. Definitely feminine dominant. However, I saw some of the toxicities within that rigid structure because of expectations as well as pressure like if you're working as a woman and taking care of the household home and the kids that's a lot of pressure that's a lot of work like like stay-at-home moms that's a job yeah you know sure. like this is hella work like i don't want to do it that's <laughs>
0: that's a job like if you're taking if you're taking care of the household that's a job yeah like that like i don't I'm want sorry. that
1: job can we hire somebody i want to spend quality time with my kids not Feel like they're a job <laughs> mm. you know like that's that's not me um and i saw some of that right um she's obviously in a different place now because you know her kids are grown <laughs> but um But yeah, that's where I learned about how to be feminine. And I was really, again, when I'm curious about womanhood and and feminine energy and what I wanna teach my daughters, I was really trying to find where to learn about feminine energy outside of a patriarchal system. Mm -hmm. Because again, looking to that future where we're just equal and there is no superiority, it's just, what does that look like, right? So I think going into what the example that we used uh, with how to become a balanced man last week, where we're looking at mind, body and spirit. Right. Right. Like looking at that and that is a way we can look outside of the gender roles that exist in the patriarchy. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: Right. Okay. So how does feminine energy present in the mind? And we talked about this last time with with men. Feminine energy presents in the mind through emotional intelligence being able to healthily express your emotions, being able to regulate your emotions, being able to communicate effectively. Like it's, it's really in your understanding of your emotions without projecting your emotions. Does that make sense?
0: For me, you know, yeah. hopefully the audience gets it. You know? get it? <laughs> <laughs> um, would you Let ha- me know in the comments below. Would you
1: have any more say about <laughs> you know, feminine in the mind? Do you have any
0: other thoughts outside of emotional intelligence? Um, emotional intelligence, yeah, I, I, I was just, like, piggyback over what you're saying, not saying anything different, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, it's, it's your mentality going into certain situations. So, like, you may have, like, a softer mentality which allows for mm. that conversation to even take place. Yes. So, like, your your initial approach may be softer which allows for communication to be had versus you going in with the mentality of Mm -hmm. like yo rah rah (laughs) i gotta do what Mm -hmm. i gotta do and then you get that same reaction from somebody else who might be masculine Mm -hmm. dominant or somebody who might just not take that approach in the the same way you know
1: for sure and that definitely reminds me of a task i'm on right now is learning softer communication like Again, individually, I am mask energy dominant, meaning my natural leaning is to be in my mask energy. I'm finding balance, I'm reconnecting with my feminine energy, and I'm fluid in both, but it's, I'm definitely like, that's my natural leaning. Mm. And, and, reconnecting with my feminine energy it is understanding softer communication and this has been some of the issues within our communication is that i'm coming to you with mask and you're like well i ain't about to <laughs> sit here and be masked with you because that's not effective to the communication and it's me learning to be softer and shout out to evelyn who's been teaching me this <laughs> um because yeah she's been on that journey as well and it, it is it's it's that saying. It's not about what you say. It's how you say it.
0: Yeah, it's all about how you say it. Yeah. Like if you saying some bullshit, I'm not gonna listen to you anyway. Mm-hmm. But if you saying, <laughs> if you're, yeah, yeah, so like, like, dismiss that part. Yeah. But if you say something valid and you actually want me to hear it why don't you present it in that way it's, it's like yeah it's like the message versus the messenger mm-hmm. if the postman comes in here and kicks the package I mean, and just do y'all ever watch it all the floor, i'm like jeez man it's like i i might look at the package like why the fuck would i take this this is mm-hmm. unacceptable even though that same package might have something great in it you know it's about like how did you deliver that yeah so delivery is is huge Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I am.
1: I'm learning that. Ooh, you know what I can say with communication, because I was just um, in my meeting yesterday Mm -hmm. and they were talking about the touchstones and all of it was like fem energy communication. I was like, oh, I need this for my life. So let's take a moment and talk about some of these if I can pull it up rather quickly. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I think if, it's in my email. Okay.
0: If you can't suck it, so we got plenty of material for for the episode, but
1: I know, but this would be really nice to hear.
0: Yeah.
1: Cuz again, we're talking about how to become a balanced woman. And and what I want to what I want to say is that Did she email it?
0: Hmm. hmm. like i said it's all good if you can. wait
1: no i think i did put it in my drive where did i put it (laughs) (laughs) oh wait i figured it out okay great but and and i I want (laughs) women to to really like question where are you in your feminine energy
0: Mm.
1: okay because again that's not really acceptable in the work world again male dominated right It's not to be acceptable to be emotional even though there's plenty of room for fem energy in the work world like when you're working in groups fem energy is more so needed yes you need to get a a task accomplished but you also need to work together and collaborate Mm -hmm. you know so like there's definitely some room for that in again a balanced work world but that's a whole nother episode (laughs) <laughs> so, so, but yeah, asking it yourself dreams. where are, if you are single right now, where are you in your feminine energy? Where do you have exploration of that? I know I've had that when I was working with children, like that was definitely, but, and that was, I was working with children for a long time, mm-hmm. but when I stopped, I feel like that's when I also noticed the disconnection with my feminine energy as well, because I didn't have that consistent access to it. But relationships are one way, and even, if it's not even a romantic relationship even if it's with your girls like having those moments of vulnerability those moments of softer communication and focusing on the relationship and the love and the nurturing of it and healing and stuff like that like there's definitely room but we have to be intentional about it because for those of us who are mask dominant like that's you gotta think about it (laughs) you know because it it's not a culture that we're raised in. Like we're not raised, because we live in a patriarchal society, we're not raised to celebrate the feminine energy. Remember, it's man over woman, mind over body, logic over emotion. Like we don't celebrate the feminine energy. So part of that balance is bringing it up. Like no, we're all, mask and feminine are an equal playing fields. They're both needed. They're both important, right? So being intentional about actually accessing that, you know, and for those who are femme dominant, making sure that you have your boundaries, you know, you're able to to be in your mask energy when that's needed as well. But I'll talk about that a little bit more, but I have it pulled up. So I'm gonna read it. Okay. So this. Is the touchstones for sisters mentally mobilized? Um, I may not read all of them. Yeah, because some of them are just specific to the sister circles. Um, But I wanted to touch on some that are definitely more feminine energy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So bear with me (laughs) while I read this and see if you can tell how this is feminine energy, how this is softer communication, and how this would be effective in working with other people. Okay. I'm curious about your thoughts as well. Okay. All
0: right. I'm hanging back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Be present as fully as possible. Be here with your doubts, fears, and failings, as well as convictions, joys, and successes. You're listening as well as you're speaking. Speak your truth in ways that respect other people's truths. Mm. Our views of reality, reality may differ, but speaking one's truth in a sister circle of trust does not mean interrupting, correcting, or debating what others say. Mm. i Spe-
0: sure you had a problem with that. Huh? I'm sure y'all had problems with that.
1: Yeah, I forgot about these touchstones. <laughs> like, we revisited them yesterday, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is important. <laughs> ah, again, feminine energy, softer communication. <laughs>
0: At times. <laughs>
1: uh, speak from your center to the center of the circle using I statements. Trusting people to do their own sitting and winnowing. Ooh. You good? You tired over there? No, this saying. Because you... I keep hearing the you <laughs> Yeah, but they can't. Oh. Are you here you really blowing up the spot. Well, listen, doing? it was distracting to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no fixing, saving, advising, or correcting each other. This is one of the hardest guidelines for those of us in the strong black woman category. But it is vital mm. to welcoming the soul to making space for the inner teacher. When the going get rough, turn to wonder. If you feel judgmental or defensive, ask yourself, I wonder what brought her to this belief. I wonder what he's feeling right now. Hmm. I wonder what my reaction teaches me about myself. Set aside judgment and listen to others and yourself more deeply. Attend to your own inner teacher. We learn from others, of course, but as we explore poems, stories, questions, and silence in our sister circle of trust, we have a special opportunity to learn from within. So pay close attention to your own reactions and responses to your most important teacher.
0: Hmm.
1: This one I loved. Trust and learn from the silence. Silence is a gift in our noisy world and a way of knowing in itself. Treat silence as a member of the group. After someone has spoken, take time to reflect without immediately filling the space with words. That's all I'm gonna read. There's more, but that's specific to the sister circles. So, what are your thoughts?
0: (laughs) I mean, those were good. Like, I feel like they were just—I don't know what you want me to say about those.
1: (laughs) Well, to me, yeah, that was like that was eye-opening because again, I've been searching for like, (laughs) you know, Evelyn tried to help me (laughs) with the softer communication, but it's you know me and my analysis. Like, I'm looking for specific strategies and how-tos and stuff, um, like steps in the process and. She was like, you know, kind of do this. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it, to me, what I got from her was intentionality, like being intentional and in trying to be softer in my communication. Like, so just having that intention uh, helped, you know? Cause it's just like, I'm not automatically going with my mask energy, but that right there was like the strategies. Like mm. this is how you practice softer communication. This is how you practice your feminine energy.
0: I mean, to me, it, it maybe it's because it's something I'm uh, just, like, aware of. It's just, mm-hmm. like, uh, I've practiced, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't even know how I've gotten to it, this point. Oh, but you're I, very
1: diplomatic. Like, yeah, you yeah. are. you. And I'd be telling you, you have it. And I don't.
0: <laughs> I, I, just, I, I just look at it, like, just that same way. Well, one, I think of it in, in, from an empathy s- standpoint. Like, I don't want nobody talking crazy to me. So I don't talk crazy to anybody. You know, like, I just don't. Like, I don't want any interaction to be but like that. But see,
1: it ain't even crazy to me. Like, when I be in my mask, I just be spitting facts. And again, it's not that I'm wrong. It's just how I'm delivering it. Yeah. But I wouldn't have any problems with somebody delivering it to me like that. Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. I'd be like, okay, true. That's the facts. I'm right. <laughs> like, I don't. Yeah. Okay.
0: I, I don't. Yeah, no. Nah. You've had plenty of times where something factual was said to you. Mm-hmm. But because of the way it was said to you or the way that you were feeling, at the time you did not take it that way with that's you that's most people that's human beings with that's you that's not even just me yes me but not just me that's just human beings which is my whole point how you recall. deliver something is so <laughs> crucial it doesn't matter whether you're right or not i again to the mail let's go back to the mail man or a male person example mm-hmm. like if i got the right address and i bring you the right package and it's your christmas gift If I don't deliver it in the right way, it doesn't matter how happy or great the gift is or how happy of a mood you were before. If you see a fucked up box that was being kicked around, put in the mud, tarnished and and just trashed, but it still got that great gift within it, you're going to be pissed off about the way that it was delivered to you. So it doesn't matter how right you were. You got the right to address. Everything was cool. But you delivered it all types of fucked up. So no matter what, human beings don't react well to that because we have that automatic defense mechanism of verbal. If you've been attacked verbally, if like Mm. you you see when somebody is being aggressive, tone is a thing. There's a reason why certain frequencies get a certain reaction and others don't.
1: And I just learned in my cultural anthropology class. Uh, specifically on the chapter of language studying linguistic anthropology is that there is an actual study (laughs) of the tones the sounds the gestures and that in texting email social media it is lost due to
0: lack of practice
1: (laughs) no it's it was a word kinesis or something and then paralanguage and it's basically like what happens when you're face to face and you're able to read body language, you're able to hear tone, Mm -hmm. like that is lost when it's just words. And we're having a tough time like bridging that.
0: Mm -hmm. That's very true. How many times have uh, women, well, in my profession, again, obviously I'm using my own example. As a therapist, how many times have I heard women clients who have gotten catfish, but not like catfish by like, Necessarily, the guy doesn't look the same, but like the personality isn't the same, or he can't hold a conversation mm. outside of text or outside of whatever medium it was—the DMs That's or whatever it was—that happens all the time. Really, all the time. Because yeah, you you can be totally different online. It's the same thing as uh, I think Charlamagne did this, where he took a bunch of comedians that were funny on Twitter, but then tried to put them on his show, and then they couldn't be funny because this is a different medium, like. True. 40 uh 140 characters boom 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 quick mm-hmm. it's a little quick instant gratification but when you have to deal with timing and 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 rhythm of a, of a natural conversation it gets thrown off when you're just like reading something it's totally different vibe mm.
1: interesting but yeah
0: it, it all comes down to the delivery and tone that's huge it's huge for when you want to accept a certain message especially if it's something that you don't want to hear. If it's something you know you have to do but you don't want to hear it, why would you want to hear it in the worst way possible? If you know you got to do something and you are like, "Fuck, I know I'm about to hear about this." Which way would make you actually do it more? You just got to think about shit like that. It, if somebody yells at me about something that I know I'm going to want I'm going to have to do anyway, would that make me more likely to do it?
1: <laughs> but see, like, again, it's, it's not even like you're looking at the like there's an attack, whereas like when we were trying to uh, organize your stuff for licensure, like, again, mm-hmm. I was presenting with my mask. I was like, OK, we need to do this. It was very task oriented. And what you needed in that moment was my fem energy. Cause you, it was you were already anxious about that process and the steps and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. me coming to you with my mask wasn't helpful to you. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like I was attacking you. That's just how I think in my head because of my mask dominance.
0: Yeah, it's it's the same. Just the same like conversation. It's like you could be right about everything, mm-hmm. but if you don't say it in the right way, it doesn't really. it's not that it doesn't matter. It's just that it won't get received in the right way. And that can delay the process. And if your overall goal is to get things done in the most efficient way, then you taking seconds... It's so crazy how it's always flipped. Mm -hmm. It's like nobody says take a few seconds to say that in the right way so that I can hear it and do it well. Mm -hmm. It's always like you should do this quickly and that's why I'm saying it so loudly and aggressively. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody ever says like, yo, if I take two seconds to not be so loud and aggressive, someone might be able to hear me and then we can get this shit done quicker. Versus... You yelling and then that person had them think like, man, let me calm myself down. Somebody just yelled the fuck at me. I got to calm myself down before I yell like them and then we go at each other like that. I see it all the time versus when people say it in a nice, polite way, they're like, oh, man, no problem. I got that. Matter of fact, I'm going to get on that right now.
1: But, but see, I still think like that, that was a moment where my feminine energy was needed because I needed to be considerate of how you were feeling. Mm-hmm. versus, like, me and my mass dominance, naturally, that's how I approached my own process of licensure. It's just like, okay, get things done. Get the I wasn't in my fem energy. <laughs> I was fine with the application. It was the damn test that I was tripping about. I had a lot riding on that test, though. It was just a lot of
0: anxiety. But, like, yeah, also part of that, with the emotional intelligence piece, going back to the mind, mm-hmm. is knowing when to read the situation which is why it's so important to know about your masculine and feminine energy because Mm -hmm. if you go into a situation with the wrong type of energy you're gonna make the situation worse
1: (laughs) yeah i definitely needed emotional intelligence in my anxiety because i had to manage that during the exam and Mm -hmm. it was i definitely needed my tools i asked for help in the way that because in the in the book in the test book like they said we couldn't use coping skills and I was like okay. or coping tools and I was like the fuck this is an exam to become a licensed therapist why the fuck can i use a fucking coping tool to calm myself during the damn exam so fortunately i asked
0: very contrary it
1: doesn't i, it there, I have so many issues so many <laughs> issues but fortunately i asked and i was able to keep my stuff in the waiting room so what i did before i even went into the exam room was i grounded myself because first i like you know you do the um the tutorial on how to use the the computer for the exam and stuff and i'm sitting there anxious and i'm like what the fuck am i doing why am I going to start this exam anxious? Let me go out to the waiting room. I don't care if we just came in here. I'm going to go out to the waiting room, ground myself, which involved stretching, which involved my, uh, my rocks that I feel in my palms, which involved deep breathing. All of this is uh, feminine energy, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, before, before I went back and beasted that fucking exam. <laughs> okay. So I'm just saying balance. You need both. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go to the body. Where is uh, addy,
0: feminine addy, energy addy, 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 in addy. the
1: body? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so as a cis woman, my exploration, again, with uh, rites of passage for my daughters and what I want to teach them about puberty and I want a body positive household, I want a sex positive household. So I'm really, you know, looking into, you know, our bodies as cis women and It really made me like reflect and I'm like, we are hella disconnected from our bodies, y'all. Like hella disconnected, think about it. What are we taught about our vagina? What are we taught about our breasts? What are we taught about our menstrual cycles? What are we taught about um, like, even just our sacral chakras and that energy and the womb and like, we aren't taught anything because a lot of this shit due to Christianity was shamed and silenced. So we are so disconnected in that regard. And Mm -hmm. I learned that also working for almost five years at Victoria's Secret in four locations spanning three states. I was like, oh, women don't, (laughs) women don't, we don't know our bodies. Like, we just, we're not taught to. We haven't had these conversations. My mom was uncomfortable. Her mom was uncomfortable. It was hella Christian.
0: So there you go. Passing down the... Lack of courage to have those conversations.
1: Exactly, exactly. It's like
0: the shame around those. You
1: know, and then it doesn't help the fact that a lot more black women, you know, come into their curves a little bit earlier. And that means hiding our assets.
0: I see you, girl.
1: Yes, but she's an adult. (laughs) No, <laughs> like a lot of a lot of black women is. come into turn coming to the curves as children and then they get attention of grown-ass man which is fucking sick but yes, that's uh that's different that is an uh an episode living within the patriarchy um it's not yet to happen we still need to record that it's coming soon but um, but yeah, so then we have to hide our assets. We have to hide our bodies mm-hmm. to make sure we don't get that attention. And it's just, it's such a disconnection. So like for me, That feminine energy was getting back in tune with my body. That meant stretching. That meant dancing. That meant moving my hips and uh, and understanding my menstrual cycle and the moon and and understanding my emotions and related to the menstrual cycle. Like it's it's really been a reconnection (laughs) with my body. And that has been my feminine energy. Move that thing. Yes. (laughs) Um... I would also say as far as uh, body for feminine energy, that's our hair. You know, black women Mm. love, we have a whole history with our hair. Um, And then also just our appearance in and of itself, shopping, jewelry, like we have a lot more um, ways of expressing ourselves in our appearance, um, just in all of the different qualities of our appearance. So just reconnecting with that with your body is, is your feminine energy. Um, Anything else for body, for feminine energy?
0: Uh, I think sensuality.
1: Yes. Tell me more.
0: Uh, I think if a woman is balanced within that aspect of herself, Mm -hmm. that feminine aspect of herself allows her to be somewhat of a, not seductress, but like, it's just. You own
1: your power, sis. Kind of, yeah. It's like you, you. (laughs) Yes own your power sis shout out to you Lori Hari
0: <laughs> what's what's the um what's the word I'm looking for it's just like yeah it, it's a way to kind of draw people in because that's like I guess it would be the equivalent of on the masculine side the confidence piece it's just like mm-hmm. a a natural that big dick energy eh? yeah it's <laughs> like that natural <laughs> confidence yes, that yes. It exudes from a person mm-hmm and that confidence in itself makes that, that particular mm-hmm. individual more attractive. So it's the same mm-hmm. thing I think I would say about women and their feminine sen- sensuality, mm-hmm. where it's like they are able to just walk in a room and just... Oh never. No, like little just you know like, look, just, if you feel like And a you little, know what you do. little song, I love it. It would be like, God damn, like you could felt the en- you literally the feel energy. the energy coming Yo, in. Oh, yes.
1: Because I'm dating women, y'all. It is a thing. That should be electric. <laughs> I'm it's like, like woo, woo. woo! Okay. Like that time I fixed her necklace. I knew what I was doing.
0: Oh, what's her name? On
1: my first date with a woman.
0: Oh, what's her name? She
1: had her chain on her necklace flip, and I offered to shout out to it.
0: what's her name if you're listening.
1: And then, um, and then I moved it and I touched her. It was very, very sensual. Yeah, I loved it. I remember when it, it happened.
0: Was, you, you was just like, was, you was running giddy.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> we both felt it. Like we, that was a great connection.
0: So yeah. Shout out to what's the name.
1: Yes. <laughs> but um, but yes, owning your sensuality, your sexuality. Like, let's embrace sex positivity. Let's let's not be shaming and judgmental. Check out the episode. Was it Sex, Shame, Judgment, and a Guilt Trip? And the transition to Sex Positivity. How
0: you be remembering these titles?
1: I don't know either. But check out those episodes. <laughs> um, Because yes, like we need to own our power and that is a part of us. And if you learn about the chakras, the sacral chakra is that it is our sensuality. It is our sexuality and it's okay to own it. Mm. It is okay to own it because these men don't own it. All right, they don't. We live in that system that says that they do, but no, they don't have control over our bodies. They don't have control over who we consent to having sex with, who we consent to be sensual with. Like, that's not them, that's on us. And that's where our power is, okay? So embracing your power, acknowledging your power, getting familiar with your power by your damn self, okay? <laughs> like, yes, I love it, I love it. Yes, thank you for bringing up that point. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, spirit, feminine energy in the spirit. Mm. So I was giving some examples earlier um, about how I was uh, grounding myself and I was doing some deep breathing and things like that. So to me, black women in particularly, and again, this is a personal opinion, <laughs> black women are the human embodiment of mother earth. Just cause, I mean, look at us. Our skin is the earth. Our hair, whether it's locks or our curls, are of the earth, right? The roots, baby. Yes, it's, it's, it's just, we're, we're it. We're Mother Earth. So reconnecting with our spirit and our feminine energy automatically, if it's related to the earth, will definitely allow us, if we connect to nature, it taps us into our feminine energy. Because it's it's literally a reconnection of us. Like black women are the first humans on this planet. We are the givers of all life, all human life on this planet. Like it it is us, and reconnecting that is a is a big tap in to our feminine energy.
0: Okay. Ooh. Um. Let me know if you're gonna go forward, cause I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. So if you want to take a break, we can. But if you want to go forward with the next question, it's all good because. This is, you know, your thing.
1: Well, did you have anything about spirit before you go?
0: I didn't, which is why I, was, I okay. said to do it right now. All right. Um, <laughs>
1: what well, do you want to hear? What I have to say?
0: I don't know. I'll be right back. It's not okay. Gonna we're going to take a break. <laughs> All right. Cool. 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 All
1: right.
0: All right, y'all. Thanks y'all heard. For listening. Y'all heard. Y'all heard what just happened. <laughs>
1: right. yeah. Thanks for listening to it's so real.
0: <laughs> With your boy Elso
1: and your girl Rocky.
0: We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. Yeah. Yeah. We're back. All right, Rocky, where did you leave off?
1: <laughs> so I just went through the mind-body-spirit breakdown of how to reconnect yes. with your feminine energy. There we
0: go. Okay.
1: In a way that's outside of the patriarchy.
0: hmm
1: Okay. Um, the next question, I think, assesses the imbalances within the masculine
0: energy. Oh, okay. So okay. I do have something to say.
1: <laughs> because... Like, while yes, we needed to understand feminine energy outside of the patriarchy, and again, how to move forward in future generations, Mm. but the modern woman also isn't the best option either, and the modern woman is in that masculine. So, that being said, what things do you have to change to become a balanced woman? Mm. So I would like to take this time to say, check out our previous episodes, Strong, Independent, and Lonely Women.
0: Lonely.
1: And the Angry Black Woman Syndrome. Mm. I would also just say, to check out like our He Toxic, She Toxic, They Toxic series. Yeah. We talk about toxic femininity. Um, we talk about a few things. Let's see. Choo choo choo. Ladies, you decide your own pain.
0: Yep. Oh, we definitely talked about it on that one.
1: Men, you are more than ATMs. Like, just check it out. Okay? Um, names are kind of self-explanatory.
0: But... Um, um, Very good title. Yes.
1: <laughs> but, but, yes. So, I think in... Addressing the question of what do women need to change to become a balanced woman? Mm -hmm. It's like, yes, we have to assess these imbalances within masculine because, again, masculine is part of the balance, but it's going to the extreme of hyper masculine. And then because we also live in the patriarchal culture where hyper masculinity and toxic masculinity is present and continued, like women grow up in that as well. you know so so to address those imbalances and things that they would have to change your ego has to die like same as men's ego has to die yours does too Mm. like that's that's what would have to change i know your ego is a defense mechanism to protect your emotional self but it has to die in order for you to grow you have to be self-reflective. You have to, to understand and hold yourself accountable. Like it, it's, yes, men have issues and there are issues within our relationships, but there's also also issues with women as well, okay? So it's... You have to accept that. If you want to become a balanced woman who is fluid in both their masculine and feminine energy when it's based on need and is not going to the the extreme extremes where it's going into hyper or toxic, like you have to do some self-reflection, which is the feminine energy. Mm. Okay. And part of that is your ego, which is usually in your mask because it's a protective strategy like that has to die. Okay. Mm. Now masculine energy have boundaries, <laughs> right? Like just because you are sacrificing that emotional protection of yourself doesn't mean logically you don't have boundaries for yourself. Mm. Like that is again a balanced way of using your masculine energy. Having boundaries so you are protected, okay? Um, this whole fighting men like getting in his face yelling oh, spitting Lord. putting hands Oof. what the hell and then you trip when he puts your hands back like don't do that what the hell <laughs> like you imagine you doing that with another woman you think that shit will fly or do you think some shit will go down like i don't i don't get it i don't i don't get it so that shit got to stop Okay, if you can't regulate your own emotions, you need to ask yourself if it's the best time for you
0: to be in a relationship. All right, so I definitely have something to say about that because it popped up into my Go head. For I it. think the women that antagonize and are looking to egg on a fight with a man are worse than maybe some of the men who react and, and do the physical, I guess, reaction uh, mm. to it because you are in the context of a society where you know men are not supposed to hit women because of their strength and everything else like that that's that's established amongst our society i think you know back in the day might not have been as established but in 2020 2021 Mm -hmm. yo that's pretty solidly defined yeah it's not okay okay. that's defined as like reprehensible like no biological
1: differences yeah nobody <laughs> like, nobody
0: in 2021 is accepting that mm-hmm. so you know within that context what you're doing by trying to get him to hit you by trying to do as many things you as ain't possibly. gonna hit me right so it's like you want that because you want to be able to abuse him while playing being able to play the victim once he re, um he reacts mm-hmm. and I think that's just worse it's almost like an entrapment thing mm-hmm. but it's based off of you wanting to dominate somebody so it's either it's a lose-lose situation which is why I tell fellas if you are encountering a woman like this run like do not be within the you same... don't need to be in
1: that relationship
0: yeah because she doesn't respect you at all but yeah, she's, she's putting you in this position where either she can abuse you 100% without any consequences because you can't do anything, mm-hmm. or the moment that you do do something, those consequences don't match the retaliation, like you're going to go to jail. Like the words Mm -hmm. and all the things that she said, even the hits that she's she might be like blowing, Mm -hmm. like laying on you. won't They won't affect you as much as the consequences to the actions of you actually defending yourself in that moment. Mm -hmm. So you're in a lose lose situation. The only way out of that situation is literally out out of of that situation. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's it's no there are no excuses. Mm -hmm. Get the fuck out. Out of there because you are not going to win in that scenario. I don't care how much of how good the sex is, how good the pussy is. I don't care how good other things are. If she's abusing you in that way, you need to fucking leave. and the,
1: and the fact that women minimize that as abuse.
0: Yeah, that's a deal Like that's, that's just that's, This is not okay. Yeah, man, you can take it or like or like I was just saying like no just, again. Think about
1: shit. it. If if that wouldn't fly with another woman, why do you think the fuck it would fly with a man? I don't get it
0: that's what why well, I say like goes back to the context you know mm-hmm. you know very well that's what makes it worse like you know that you're at an advantage where you can you can just abuse and take advantage of that guy because of the situation cuz you know he's in a bind either option Mm -hmm. And that's where, fellas, it's on you to make that boss move to get the fuck up out of there and cut your losses. I know maybe you invested time and energy and money. It's not worth it. It does not matter, bro. Get out of there. Yeah, It's not worth it.
1: And I would also say this is where emotional intelligence plays a part. Because, again, ladies, you need to be able to regulate your emotions. I think a lot of what's not stressed in the culture of women Hmm. is emotional growth like mm. because it's already known that yeah it's already known that women are more emotional than men yeah. but it like it just stops there right <laughs> like it's just okay you're more emotional it doesn't mean you have to manage your emotions it doesn't mean you have to express them in a healthy way It doesn't mean you have to regulate them like there's no emotional growth in the culture of womanhood and i think that there should be because Again, growth is part of life. Like, why are you stopped growing? Okay, sure, you yelled and were impulsive when you were a teenager. You're still that way at 35? Mm. The hell?
0: I think, yeah, oh man, this ties into exactly what you were saying. I, I think it's really hitting home for me now. Because um, you've said it before, but maybe it's just not really connecting. It's like, women, because they're naturally had so many things on their plate and like maybe the expectations were already there for them Mm -hmm. there have been so many things that are just glossed over when it comes to womanhood uh the femininity part the being uh more not necessarily agreeable for agreeable sake to just i mean i like just be submissive but to be agreeable to get things done to accomplish things to collaborate um also when it comes to being able to just talk and communicate those things because women are naturally more communic. uh naturally better at communicating. It, it doesn't mean we're taught. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's almost like, all right, so men are naturally stronger, so they should never work out. Like, yeah. no, that's not how that works. So you still need to train. <laughs> you still, you need, still to need to train. learn yeah. your
1: body and the best way to work yourself out. Like, right,
0: so then, like, it, it would be the equivalent. Boom, here we go. There's a little boy who all his life now was... <laughs> yeah, who well, all his life, he spent all his time with women. He never, he didn't even know that other men or boys existed, mm-hmm. right? And he was socialized as as such. So it's like, yeah, maybe he didn't work out. Maybe he didn't do all those things. Then he gets put into a man's man cave, (laughs) basically. Like a whole bunch of dudes surround him and everything else like that. And he's trying to compete in in an athletic sport. He's still thinking that because he's strong and dominated all the girls Mm. in that field, he doesn't have to do any work. But then when he gets placed into that reality, the actual situation... You do have to do work. So this is why things are changing now. We're in a new reality, ladies. Like,
1: oh my gosh. If people... Men are
0: doing work now. So you can't yes. just... Yes. Shout out to the like, men going
1: to therapy. You can't <laughs> just be
0: like, well, I naturally know how to talk. I've been talking all this time. Like no. They, no. You have to actually put in work to improve. Time, energy,
1: and effort to grow yourself. Right, to grow, So, grow improve. If you want to be in a relationship, because again, you can be single. But again, you also need this in friendships, work relationships, family. Like, you still need these <laughs> these skills.
0: Like I don't know. <sighs> yeah. So I it, it's really hidden. It's it's gotten to the point where women have been, um, I, I think like, yeah, holding it down, been doing multiple parts of the masculine, feminine dance between the two of them. Mm-hmm. But because that's been happening for so long, there hasn't been like a growth area, <laughs> yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. And we've reached that point where that's no longer acceptable if the women want the desired relationships, career outcomes, et cetera, et cetera. Like that whole package Mm -hmm. that a lot of women say that they want, that requires growth. It doesn't, the things that you were doing before are no longer just gonna work anymore.
1: And and holding yourself to historical standards. Yeah, that's not a good thing. Like, we're not going back to the past. (laughs) We're only moving towards the future. And the future means growth. It means change. Like, that's literally life. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, again, it's, it's finding where. So, looking at a situation and seeing what energy would best match that need.
0: That's what it's about. Yeah.
1: Okay. So like examples, masculine energy, that's for your boundaries. Mm-hmm. That's for task orientation. That's for confidence, right? Whereas feminine energy, that's vulnerability, that's rest.
0: Rest. Yeah, I need a, a capitalist.
1: In a capitalistic society, rest is not prioritized. And we all need to learn some of that. Yeah. Again, we all have this feminine energy. All need to learn some of that rest. But also wisdom, insight. You know, looking within, again, that, that inner teacher. Yeah. I love that. So it's, it's some things have got to change. Some things have, you have to grow. If you want to be a balanced woman, you have to grow. And you have to take a hard look at yourself and the things that you need to work on and yeah. how they're impacting other people.
0: If, let's put it this way. If you're a woman right now and you're listening, you, you're thinking like, I don't need to work on anything. You have yeah. a lot to work exactly. on. Exactly.
1: Like, ask around. Number
0: one <laughs> would be your awareness of yourself. That's true. Cause if you can't think of anything that you need to work on at any time, that's a serious problem.
1: Like, I'm a therapist, and I know things I have to work on. Uh, same. I know a lot of <laughs> like, things I need to work on. Like, again, life keeps changing. So do you. So why do you think there's no more growth? Yeah, no. I don't. Please oh, let it, me know in the comments below. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, anything else for what things have to change?
0: No, I think that's it for me. That's it for me too.
1: righty. So the either or
0: Okay, let's get it.
1: So again, I'll still be answering first.
0: <laughs> Cause you know. Yeah. She's a
1: woman. A woman. <laughs> Alright. Do you need a man or do you want a man? <laughs> and for Oso to answer this, I said As a man, Uh do you want to feel needed or do you want to feel wanted?
0: Okay. Body language should tell you.
1: So I'm going to say, want a man.
0: And the question for me is do I want to feel needed Needed or wanted? Ooh, that's hard for me. Do I want to feel needed or wanted? I want to feel needed.
1: All right. So I'm going to answer first. And okay. then I'm, I'm interested in hearing more of what you have to say. But, okay. uh, but I'm going to go first. So there's, yeah, there's a lot of talk of needing a man. And I don't need a man. I'm independent. I can do things to myself and all that. Again, masculine energy. I agree with not needing someone else as an independent, self-sufficient, functioning adult. Because that would be to like dependency yeah and that's an unhealthy attachment with an adult relationship okay however wanting a man meaning you want somebody in your life again if you don't cool be single have your fun nobody talking to you (laughs) but if you want (laughs) a man then yes you have to make him feel wanted because otherwise why would he choose to be with you yeah like i don't i don't get it so part of a man of wanting a man is him knowing that you want him in your life that you choose him Mm -hmm. like yes you could do it on your own but you don't want to you want to share that experience of life with him
0: yeah uh i picked men uh want to feel needed uh because i think uh i think that's what it is i think there's a a certain level of pride, or, or maybe it's the ego that comes with it, like that—that that comes with us wanting a woman to need us in some capacity. Not in an overly clingy, uh, like suppressing <laughs> way, but more so, like in a way of I need your assistance, I need your help, your guidance, your leadership, like those things. I think turn a man on, make a man feel good about himself, make him feel secure within his masculinity. It's an external validation, validation a source of validation for him. Um, versus feeling needed.
1: No, you're saying that.
0: Uh, versus feeling uh, wanted rather. Um, Yeah, thank you. <laughs> versus feeling wanted, I think maybe wanting is fleeting. And that's mm-hmm. why I think I would choose that wanting kind of applies like you want something from me versus needing is more like that connection to me I, i i would say um but that's just like my initial reaction to it i think they're if you use one definition for the other like if you're looking like from the perspective of those same needs or wants like i want somebody who wants my leadership who wants my uh All those other things I listed for needs. You can interchange those two. It's more about like what you're using as a qualifier. So is it the wanting or the needing of my leadership, the wanting or Mm -hmm. the needing of my, Mm -hmm. um, my just care and protection? Those things are what matters versus it being she wants or needs me for my money. That's something that usually doesn't turn off <laughs> Check out our episode, "Men, You Are More Than ATM." <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, or she wants or needs me for just my sexual. Dick. <laughs> yeah, you know my you know my sexual experience. Mm-hmm. That again is temporary. Yeah. So it's like it's more about the qualifiers versus like the words of want and need. Mm. So that's why I was.
1: Okay. Um. So what do you think about what I said?
0: Um, Yeah, for you, I think your answer lined up with, I guess, the experience of most, I can't say experience of most women, but like the answer matched up with the outcome women who desire that would want. Like how you said, for for some women, this conversation isn't for you, Mm -hmm. you're single, it's cool. But if you are a woman who desires wants <laughs> a man you gotta make him feel wanted yeah or desired <laughs> right there you go
1: um and i think your point is like accepting you for who you are and what mm. your strengths are yeah. and like wanting that in my life like we we've talked about your leadership skills and it's not that i don't have leadership skills he just has leadership skills in different areas than i do
0: so, oh, again, knowing when and where to do and tap in you know. to your masculine and feminine energy. It helps with the relationship. Mm-hmm. So you're not butting heads, two masculine heads butting together mm-hmm. on something where I don't even need to lead. <laughs> I'm just default taking on this masculine. Just because mode, he's a man. Just because. And it's like, if I could let that go, mm-hmm. not only. And this is the beautiful thing that people don't get. If I let that go, I don't lose any masculine energy like most people might assume. That energy's still within me, and now I can apply it to another area that might be more suited for me Mm -hmm. versus me fighting, putting hella masculine energy into something that I could delegate or like allow her to take the lead on, Mm -hmm. which would help the whole overall goal that we're talking about, and I still have that energy. Because we're also a team. Right. So... The partner isn't just like a, a throwaway word. I think people really do just throw yeah. that away. Like, oh, that's my partner. That's my boyfriend. That's my blah, blah, blah. Like, well, that's you're why I started
1: be, using partner.
0: You know, <clears throat> partner's like, supposed to be like your actual partner. Like, I work with you. <laughs> yes. Like, y'all are collaborators. You know? Not instigators. <laughs> and like, like, and you're not supposed to be at each other's throat. That's not the goal of the, the relationship. Nah. All that drama.
1: So again, we'll talk more about that in our next episode. How to have a balanced relationship.
0: Yeah, that one definitely check out. We'll break everything down fully.
1: (laughs) Um, But last question of this episode.
0: Okay, what you got?
1: Either you submit.
0: Oh, shit. (laughs) I know where this is going. (laughs) Or Or
1: you stay single.
0: Damn. It's spicy, me the ball. spicy.
1: So I'm going to say I would rather stay single.
0: Mm. I'm with you. <laughs>
1: So let's look at the definition of submit. Because when I hear submit, I'm already hearing about power. <laughs> the ears sparked up. <laughs> submit right. I ain't about to... <laughs> it's already power dynamics. And again, patriarchy is a superiority of men over women. Mm-hmm. So why would I submit in a power dynamic where that is a superiority complex? Whereas I want balance, teamwork, collaboration, equal playing field, <laughs> you know? Like again. Let's look at the definition of submission, shall we? Now sure, a lot of people are looking at submission in a biblical context, but let's also remember that Christianity is highly patriarchal. Going back to the spirit of feminine energy, how the fuck is the all being life force a man? when life literally comes from women. Let me just, it's the father and the son. Ain't no women up there, but to bear the actual child? Like, please explain it to me. So yes, patriarchy exists within Christianity. It's all up and through, okay?
0: That Goodness,
1: good. I'm that, just saying, I, I don't get that. <laughs> if I believed in a God, she damn sure be, would be a woman. Like, I don't, like, if if women on earth, <laughs> just, now you get it all, I'm just, i oh, sorry anyways <laughs> all right so submission you know on Google dictionary says or means <laughs> uh the action or fact of accepting or yielding to a superior mm. force or to the will or authority mm-hmm. that's of another person
0: a superior you just perked up again <laughs> that's superior so again I'd
1: rather stay single like,
0: uh... <laughs> I'm with you, dog. Uh, submission is just not a thing. First of all, I'm very much within my masculine energy, just naturally as a default. Mm-hmm. Submitting, not necessarily aligned with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, it goes back to what we were, we were we were talking about when it comes to the theme of the episode of balance. You know, mm-hmm. if a woman is balanced, I think she will be more likely to. Let you take the lead. Now letting you so you take the lead is so much more different than submitting. Like and just
1: although some people say it's the same. I I would
0: they ahead. let they let him take the lead all the time. That's the problem. So that's why yeah, that's what I mean. Like though where He makes the decisions the in the relationship why and it goes back to that, <laughs> that default that we were talking about so in the example that we were talking about before where I was talking about like we're, us buttonheads, mm-hmm. two masculine energies buttonheads. heads when I could be using that masculine energy in another area but it's like I'm forcing myself mm-hmm. to uh, I don't know change the uh, uh, change the oil in the car uh, uh, my wife's a mechanic let's say Rocky's a mechanic <laughs> right naturally a mechanic I'm forcing myself to be the guy who's taking care of the car changing the oil the tires doing all this other extra stuff when it's not that i'm incapable of it and that i can't do that as a man it's just that this energy that i'm using to exert and butting heads when she wants to do it naturally because that's her my job
1: natural strength
0: i could be using that in some other area and that could be benefiting us as a couple but because i can't do that i'm over here butting heads and fighting with her so on this example I can let her take the lead on that, and it allows us to flourish as a couple mm-hmm. versus me just button heads again, so if you aren't able to do that, you might need to stay single, and that's the whole point if you're not mm-hmm. able to and that's why like submitting is like using it interchangeably like what you were saying
1: mm-hmm.
0: if you're not able to distinguish between that submission of Well, you're in the default role. You're a man, or or you're in the default role. Get get in the kitchen, girl.
1: You you're a woman. About your genitalia, (laughs) like what? (laughs) Hormones nor gender identity is a requirement for any of the gender roles that are placed on us.
0: Again, it's not that like some of these are completely thrown off skew. If if I am good at at, like you know doing things with with uh, cars or anything else like that, or just mechanical engineering, I'm better at cleaning, or something else like that
1: i don't even want to (laughs) be
0: right if it's just natural and if it's cool but if it doesn't you don't need to force it on each other that Mm -hmm. makes it worse like like i am not a handyman dog call up bruh bruh mm -hmm. hey yo you do okay cool because i don't
1: (laughs) so so in your in your context just to sum it up you don't look at it as submission as you look at looking at who has leadership where and allowing right. that fluidity right. to play. So out. yeah, all
0: right. So so to make it real clear, submission goes in the category of I'm submitting to you within the general roles that you've been assigned in totality. So mm-hmm. like you're a man, you're handling uh the finances, the money, you're the handling... The
1: decisions for the house. Oh, sure, <laughs> he includes me in the conversation, but he makes the decision at the end of the day. Why?
0: Why? So, yeah, <laughs> I handle all that, and, and there's whereas, no wiggle room.
1: Whereas,
0: versus... Le- I don't want to learn lead. about investment.
1: I don't. I don't want to learn it. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you are naturally interested in learning it. So I'm going to trust you and you're learning it. It's, yeah. it. That is different than deciding everything about our lives. Right.
0: <laughs> so that's the difference between, uh, in this context, the submission, uh-huh. everything blanketed, you take charge versus letting someone take the lead, uh-huh. which is delegation, yes. picking your spots. Yes. Being aware of when and where you can put your energy in and your focus in to make sure that the team, Mm -hmm. you and your partner, win the motherfucking championship. Let's do it, baby. Versus, all right, yo, I'm going to shoot threes. You can't shoot threes. (laughs) I I want to, though. It don't matter if you want to, though. You don't know how to shoot. Get your ass under the basket. Get the rebound. (laughs) Post up, all right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's that's what that's all it is. All right, you can't be, Shaq, Shaq and Kobe. All right, teammates. <laughs> all right, that's what made the championship happen.
1: And again, the 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 key to this is Shaq balance. shooting
0: threes. What kind of <laughs> shit is that? You can't shoot free throws.
1: The key to this is balance. The key to this is fluidity. Like the traditional woman is in the extreme of feminine, the modern woman is in the extreme of masculine. Both of those are rigid and on the other ends of the, spe- the spectrum. Right. You need both. You need to be able to ex- access both because it depends on the situation what you need to present with.
0: Exactly. Whew. Well, that's it for me. I, that's all I got. You know? you know? You know? Yeah.
1: So remember to check out part one, Divine Masculine and Feminine Energy, where we talk about the qualities of masculine and feminine energy within nature as well as within humans. Mm-hmm. Um, how to become a balanced man, which is part two. Yep. And then check out our upcoming episode, How to Have a Balanced Relationship, part four in our Finding Balance series.
0: Yeah, check that out next week. Yes. Um. Yeah, I, I think... Do we have any church oh, announcements? Oh, uh... Before we oh, wrap up?
1: So I do want to address the... um trans, non-binary, queer community, mm, okay. Um, because I know this has been very heteronormative and very gender normative, but I think a lot of the issues within black relationships are because of gender roles or because mm-hmm. of patriarchy and the implications that it has on cis people and it's like we got it that's why the the he toxic she toxic they toxic series was talking about it that's why finding balance was touching on this because we as cis people have to get our shit together like you all are already having these conversations (laughs) having these these explorations of self and understanding the fluidity whereas cis straight people whoops cis straight people are not having and it's like we (laughs) this has got to get caught up
0: like y'all You fucking these mics up
1: (laughs) 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 you know so I, i do want to make that announcement i hope to after the next episode and then the living with patriarchy uh within patriarchy episode i hope to have it be uh not as binary um and not as heteronormative I hope to to explore more, um I mean, yeah,
0: but we're usually good at that. like it's not like um,
1: you but know, I, but with the heat toxic day toxic series, which was the series mm-hmm. previous to this and then the finding balance, it's a, it's been a lot, so I just wanted to put
0: that, yeah, that out. I think they get it. The mm-hmm. audience knows. they know that we we not were all, all the time. The I room. didn't seen some shit. Uh, well, yeah. mean, hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everybody again like if, if you listen to the podcast consistently which you should i encourage you to <laughs> uh you know like we we cover a, a wide range of topics but mm-hmm. if we make it too wide on one subject mm-hmm. uh, it we're not ca- addressing some exactly. of the issues we can't address everything yeah. well like we'll we're not going to wear our episodes, I promise yeah, you. <laughs> we got content so we'll get days. to it for sure. But and like if we're talking about a specific subject and it applies to us, especially within the black community, mm-hmm. um, then we we like to target it and get as much out of that topic as possible. Um, while off, offering always like the caveat like you just did that mm-hmm. like, hey, there are still aspects within our community that aren't necessarily fully represented in this conversation but we mm-hmm. can get to that conversation and have that conversation be just and do justice to those within that community mm-hmm. by having like either a full episode or an episode where we dive deeper into it and, and have certain sections because you know we sectioned it off ourselves.
1: and and yes we on youtube we have a black and queer playlist so yeah. definitely check that we'll out also have that and on SoundCloud, we have that playlist. I don't think Anchor or any of the other platforms allow us to, to divvy it up. But we do have episodes uh, for the, the queer community um, or the LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. And then also realize that I'm only three years in my queer journey, so I'm also new to the community and culture, and I'm I'm learning and I'm sharing as I learn. But I'm also new to this, and I'm the queer one of us. So yeah. like, you so, know, there's right. also that. There's actually a
0: balance of <laughs> of our content because mm-hmm. of that, which is a good thing. Yeah, um, yeah this is, I'm sure there are a lot of people in in conversations that are like learning something. If you were like a Uh, A man who never heard these conversations before Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sure my perspective has helped you to maybe digest some of these things a little bit easier because it's not coming straight from uh a source that you might not identify um but that's that's the point of this Mm -hmm. we got make sure that we all are talking to each other so that we're not losing connection with each other because as black folk and just as people who are on that positive vibrations, which, which is all I'm about, we need to make sure that we're talking to each other and not talking at each other.
1: And approaching it with that softer communication and trying to understand each other.
0: Exactly. That way we can get some understanding and have better connections and relationships. Because mm-hmm. if we do that, we can build a stronger nation of us yes. together. Of all of our diversity, Of all of and our intersectionality. There we go. And then we can just keep flourishing. And then the next generation will have to deal with all the fuck shit that we doing.
1: Huh? Millennials really are like, God damn, there's a lot of healing.
0: <laughs> yeah, but we're doing the work.
1: We are. We're doing the work for the future generations.
0: So here's hoping.
1: <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to It's So Real What's your girl,
0: Rocky. And your boy, Osu. You
1: have a beautiful day. Take care of you.
0: All right. Peace. And love. Always. We out. And you know this. <laughs> Mwah. Thank you.